Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. Okay, it's that time again. It's time for another episode, and Dana, we're going to kick some ADHD, David. Uh, Yeah, how are you today? I am good, David. How are you? I, I'm not that great, but I'm just going to pretend. I just lied. I just <laughs> lied. It's been a crazy day. Should we fill them in on what's been going on behind the scenes? Oh, my gosh. We, to- we totally should because you've had a day. And you've I mean, had a day. We've well, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, our title today is How to Stop Annoying People with Your ADHD. And we realized last week, uh, yes, we will fill you in on our days, but <laughs> we this, should, yeah. This, yeah, this is the 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 background, the lead up, up, how to stop annoying people with your ADHD. And we had scheduled to do this, uh, what, four or five hours ago. Um, That's about right. Yes. And as we were about to start recording, we found out in our house that we had a break in our main water line and I needed to be on plumber duty because my darling husband was not available. So I politely texted David and to cancel and to reschedule. And he politely said, yes, that's fine. And then we politely got on the phone and picked another time. And those interactions were just, you know, they were helpful. They were, you know, accommodating, succinct. How did we pull that off? I don't, yeah. Yeah. And then it was time for this recording. And then I got a very, very concise, polite message from David saying, I'm going to be five minutes late. And I politely texted him back and said, that's okay. Just I'll be here ready when you're, when you're ready. And he politely showed up when he was ready. <laughs> We're so polite. <laughs> we are. And so the purpose of this is, because our topic is how to stop annoying people with your ADHD, we could have just not communicated and not thought about it and forgotten about it and got swirled into the minute. And we would have- just been late, you know, or- <laughs> Late or just not shown or whatever. And that would have annoyed the other person. It's true. It's, it's true. true. So, and you know, it would lead to rejection yes. or at least feelings of rejection or yes. worries of rejection. Yeah. It would lead to worries of rejection and it would lead to one of us or the other of us being secretly pissed off and annoyed. And it would it would add um, a block to our otherwise glowing relationship. Yeah, and that that would mean that we wouldn't have the 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 professional business working relationship that we could have, and that we do have. I feel like yes, and yeah, the rapport. The yeah, 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 absolutely. So I so those were real life examples for how to stop annoying people with your ADHD. It's so true because you know you had a thing come up. It wasn't your fault. You didn't break your water main. You could have totally just missed the meeting and not told me. How you do know? you know I didn't break my water main? Just kidding. Well, I'm assuming the best of you because no, one of the things I do is I assume positive intent. Oh, very good. <laughs> I didn't even put that in the things we should do. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, let's add that in there real quick. But but no, it's true. Because, but also, I know you, so I know you wouldn't. Yeah. But and when I was going to be late, I could have just, you know, shown up late, but no, you know, so it's, but this is one of the things we were talking last in our last episode about rejection sensitivity. 
One of the reasons we end up being sensitive to rejection is because sometimes, Dana, we create reasons for people to reject us. Yeah, we we become annoying. We screw things up. We blow things off. We just don't bother to do what we need to do. And that can be annoying, and that leads to the rejection that we are so sensitive to. It's true. And it's not very professional when we allow some of our ADHD symptoms to just, you know, run roughshod over, you know, our, our working lives. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we don't pay attention. We can be so brutally honest, impulsive, Ooh. not communicate, lack awareness, and distracted from how to behave in professional situations. Yes. And you know, you just, you actually just reminded me of, of one other thing that I, I could have done. And actually, without some good coaching and awareness and, and self awareness of my ADHD symptoms, I totally would have done this. My new mic showed up today. It's in a box. It's sitting right over there. Now, on another day, <laughs> or without proper coaching, or if I weren't aware, there would have been nothing that would have stopped me from hooking that thing up and using it for this recording. But you know what? There was a decent chance that that would have led to complications and other things. <laughs> yeah, and that really is shows a lot of about how far you've come, David. So thank, Wait, thank you. Because I was, I'm myself I was on the all back. excited that you were going to test the new mic today. Yeah. I'm glad. Who coached you on being aware know, right? and putting the brakes on? Couldn't have been me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and now, now there are plenty of other ways that I do impulsive things that are like, oh, yay, shiny object, new thing, you know, but, uh, and it is novel and it's new and I'm excited. I've wanted this microphone for years, Dana. So Ooh, it's finally here. Yay. Yeah. But anyway, I'll hook it up and test it when one of our recordings isn't on the line. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're, welcome. You're welcome. So the, the bottom line of that is, is having a filter for, what, for your actions, having a filter for your words, having awareness of the impact of what you're doing is on the other people, person. And that's a huge, huge ADHD social skill that leads to stop annoying people, stopping annoying people. I, I want to insert this idea, but I don't know. It might be better to insert it later. I, well, I don't, I don't tell know. It, tell it to me and okay, I'll, I'll smack you down if it's not the right time. Sometimes, though, the impulsive things, the genius level ideas that come to us when we're sitting in the meeting. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes blurting that, th that thing out, even though it may not be, you know, uh, on the agenda, so to speak, for the meeting or whatever. You know, sometimes it leads to really great outcomes. So, you know, you're like part of our genius as, as people with ADHD is we see things other people don't see. We see opportunities. We spot things. We make these connections. We lose them if we don't say them right away. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, so there's like some sort of judgment that needs to be exerted in there. And that's why I say, I don't know, like it's a problem if we don't exercise judgment and, you know, but, it, but at other times, like we might be missing value too, you know? Right. And so part of me thinks, well, David, then you, yeah you jot it down. You don't blurt out and interrupt the person who's talking or in the middle of their presentation or whatever, because that's going to piss people off. So they reject you. Fair enough. Yeah. True. And so you, you, you table it, you put it in the parking spot on, you Ooh. write it down. So you have it there later. Oh, he's the writing down code. parking, parking spot code. Yeah. Yeah. It's the parking spot code. I like it. Okay. I wrote it down. Yeah. Okay. Did you write it down? Do I need to talk while you write? Nope, I'm good. I read okay, it. good. So cool. what is it what happens to us when we don't have decent business social skills? Ooh. 
You know, I can say that if 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 I am unfiltered and <laughs> and saying whatever I think and and just you know not controlling those impulses, I piss people off. I really, I mean, it, this isn't happening. I hope as much in my life as it used to. But but really, I used to piss people off, and I wasn't always aware that it was even happening. You know? Yeah. Okay. So you piss people off. I when I call it Dana unplugged. And when I am not in a professional situation, I'm usually pretty silly. Um, Oh, nice. And I can come across as silly, which can come across as very scattered and sometimes not incredibly bright. And I I can't, I I have a hard time imagining that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, it's true. Um, However, that led to me not being taken seriously when I was younger. And especially in the corporate world, I wasn't taken as seriously. People, didn't have confidence in me and they didn't trust my ideas. And when I was being serious and thoughtful, it, it, it reduced the, their confidence in what I was saying. Yeah. Then it becomes unexpected for you to be serious or have a contribution of value or whatever, instead yeah. of a, well, I'm, I'm usually good for a, you know, a, a, a good pun or, you know, derailing a meeting by making a joke. <laughs> yeah, and I still do that, and that's not even yeah. So it's just doing it when it's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the flip side of it can be. I mean, I don't know about you, Dana, but I gained a reputation for being able to think on my feet. So if oh, I were yeah. in a sales presentation, right, and somebody throws a curveball, this used to happen a lot with technology sales software tools and things. They would ask a question. Oh, nobody else had any clue how to address it. I'll I'll start talking. <laughs> Even if I don't know what I'm saying, I'll start talking. I'll I'll I'll, t- I'll handle that. And you know that that actually works really well. Um, it does, and but I think that's different than it is. That it's it's appropriate in that at that point, and that's our ability to think on our feet. And what I call as if you can't dazzle them with brilliance, baffle them with bull. Um, one of my life mottos. Uh, but it's that's very different from being just totally inappropriate. Yeah. And kind of unreliable, uh, you know, in terms of making a good impression or whatever, <laughs> you know, yeah. depending on the setting and the, and the meeting. So, right. but if we, if we dial this in, dial this down, I should say, learn to maybe restrain our impulses here, then we, we actually really can have some serious benefits for doing that. Yeah. More business success. Our self-confidence in- increases. We'd feel less of that rejection. We feel less of being the, you know, the, the person, the weird person on the outside that often with ADHD, we feel tend to feel like, uh, and less shame. So it, it just overall leads to more business, business success. I agree. Well, I I remember a, a situation one time, Dana, when I was, I was, it was back when I was in radio and I worked for a not for profit. There were, it was a, it was a fundraising scenario, right? And this big wig from the network was in town and this guy just was, he ran the show, you know, and I don't remember now what it was that he said, but there was something about something that he said and it just infuriated. Like it was clear. It was like a, it was a pivotal thing. It was like the whole mission of this organization was one direction. And he said something completely, you know, and it was, it was only the, the intervention of a, of an elder of mine, <laughs> a coworker who literally stood in front of me in the hallway and grabbed me by the shoulders. And he's like, 
let's go get a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I came, I came that close to never working there again. <laughs> yeah. And, and losing my ability to have an impact. Cause it, you know, it was very, it was a not for profit. It was, you know, you're doing things. It was a mission driven thing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so I could have really derailed. Thankfully I didn't end up with a career in radio, so it wouldn't have ruined my career, but it, you know, it, it definitely would have destroyed my uh, relationship and probably my job. <laughs> yeah. So, so good. Somebody interfered and, yeah, he did. and we yeah. all have those stories. I I'm, as you're talking, I'm, we could spend the whole time telling stories about this stuff and we won't. Sure. Because after our break, I want to talk about the places we need to be aware that we're annoying people. So we can talk about that. However, I bet everybody on the podcast today listening has stories like this. So if oh, you I do bet. send them in. Yeah. Let's we, hear your stories. We want to know. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, cool. So, Dana, let's let's come back and let's dive into the the practical side of, of this thing. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing what you have to say. Yes. Hi, it's David. You know, the pandemic and 2020 have left a lot of businesses and small organizations really struggling. And so my team and I decided to put something together that would leverage our expertise in marketing strategy and digital marketing to help business owners and small organizations do what they can to move forward strategically to grow revenue and to get the word out there about their businesses. And so I wanted to invite you as a listener to kick some ADHD in case you own a business or if you're involved in marketing. This might be something that you're interested in participating in. It's a weekly live stream. It happens every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, and we're calling it Strategy Stream. We're walking through the strategic process we've used with organizations and small teams for many, many years, and we're doing it at absolutely no cost. So I want to invite you, if you think it might be for you, check it out. You can visit growthedream.com slash strategy stream, all one word, growthedream.com slash strategy stream to learn more. And if you join us and you heard about it here on Kick Some ADHD, Make sure you let us know in the comments on our live stream, and we'll say hello to you. Looking forward to seeing you there. All right, and today we're talking about how to not be so annoying with your ADHD symptoms. <laughs> oh, Dana, like you said, we all have stories about this stuff, but um, maybe we don't all know what to do to prevent ourselves from allowing our ADHD symptoms to create problems for <laughs> yeah, and David, as we were, as I was preparing for this, I was thinking, okay, you know, we can't, we're not going to be perfect. We are not going to catch everything. However, are there certain key, what we could call social skills to pay attention to? The big ones, the big ones that are annoying. I like that. Yeah, things to be aware of, right? But <laughs> things to notice. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So. The first one, and you were talking to me about this today, is um, ghosting people. Tell, yes. David, tell us what ghosting is. Well, I mean, you know, I think this is, I don't remember where I first heard the term, but it seems like you hear about people talking about ghosting in dating relationships or something, like a friendship or whatever. Like you're texting or you're communicating or whatever, and then you just stop. You just disappear off the face of the planet and they never hear from you again. You're never seen or heard, you know? Like, and I've had um, that happen in business, business relationships. And I've done this. Honestly, I have done this. Um, and so, sometimes not intentionally. 
Well, also, I think it's it can be from fear too. You're you're afraid to to have the conversation, or you don't want to be honest, or something like that comes up, and so it's easier. It's easier not to say something, or else we think, oh, I'll communicate that to them later. Yeah, and so we put it off, and then later never comes because we forget, or it just you know whatever. But that kind of weighs on me. Like I've had that happen. I actually, you know, Dana, just not long ago. I reached out to 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 someone and and made something right from I don't know two or three years ago where I had just disappeared. Frankly, they had two, so it, it was like two way ghosting. <laughs> but um, I needed to take care of something that was my responsibility, and so I just reached out and 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 did. And you know, I felt so much better after. Yeah. Writing. Yeah. yeah. So if you have the tendency to ghost people because you're afraid of the conversation that needs to happen or it's just gotten away with you. That that eats at your self confidence. It makes you feel reject, like you're you know you're wrong. It's shameful. You know all of those awful emotions we don't want to have. So yeah, that's and one to be really be aware of. Yeah, this was a client, a former client, really, and it was one of those things where it was like, oh yeah, they need some, they need us to do something. No, I can't show my face, <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. I I never did do that one thing, you know. Yeah. So. Those things uh, pop up sometimes, and I, I'm like, "Yep, I got to make that right." And yeah. so, um, but but of course, it would have been better had I just communicated from the beginning. And right, and sometimes you commu- you have to communicate that you don't know what to do, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, or just let them know, hey, this is not happening right now. Let's get to it later, or or yeah. let's circle back or something. Right, you know? right. Yeah. So ghosting is the first one to pay attention to if you have a, 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 a if you tend to ghost people. Pay attention to it. It's not helping you. It's yeah, ruining I think your it's rep. a symptom. Yeah, yeah, it's a symptom of something to, to, to look at. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is not communicating uh, when you're going to be late or like David and I did this morning. You know, when things go awry, things come up, just not bothering to communicate. Yeah. yeah. This has been a hard one for me to learn. I, I I will be, you know, quite frank. It's it's there are times where I still don't communicate very well. And, but I've know. noticed over the years that I've known you, David, you've gotten a lot better at it. Well, thank you. You really have, because it used to be you'd you'd be late and I wouldn't know it. And I'd oh. have to reach out to you. And now you're, you know, a couple minutes always if you're gonna be late, you'd text me and say, Hey, give me I need five more. And wow. that's fine. I'm glad you've noticed that. That's because I, I wasn't aware that I had shifted my behavior with you at all. You have shifted. Oh, okay. So I was wondering if it was intentional. So good. No. Good. I job, mean, now there David. are times when I would be strategic like that. Well, this is one person that I'm not going to do that with. And so I'll, you know, but no, no, I hadn't, I actually hadn't thought about it at all. I'm yeah. being very, I'm probably being impulsively uh, vulnerable and honest here. So okay. slap me if I overshare, won't you? <laughs> Good thing you're all the way across the country and I can't slap. I know. <laughs> A virtual slap. Um, yeah, so so just those little communications. And yes, that takes awareness. Yes, that takes noticing the time. However, it people don't like to be left waiting. They don't like to guess. They like to know what's going on, especially in a business situation. So communicate the small things when, if yeah, you're going to be late. And we're usually not communicating because there's something that's not going as expected for the other party, right? So it only makes it worse, (laughs) you know, and we can alleviate some of that negative, you know, stuff if we, if we communicate a little more aggressively. Yeah. The other thing that can be really annoying is interrupting. 
David's biting his tongue. I can see him. I was I was making sure you were finished before I said anything. <laughs> now, okay, here's the thing. If it's somebody with ADHD, interrupting is one thing because that's just what we do. I mean, David and I interrupt each other all the time and it's just all the time. <laughs> just what we do. It's okay. However, if it's a conversation with someone, especially in a business situation that doesn't have ADHD, it is really annoying to have that squirrel. Oh, I know. Mm. I had an idea, blah, 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 that keeps popping into the conversation. So true. And you know what? We usually know when we do this, usually. At least I do. So yeah. I'm aware. Yeah. And it, um, it part of to, to not interrupt is it is increasing that awareness. And I have learned to notice when it's not a safe space to interrupt. Notice when I'm about to do it and just I literally bite my tongue. Um, I have one client who she has gotten really good at. She's learning getting better at not interrupting, but when she does, she stops and says, I'm sorry, what you're saying is in, is important to me. Please continue. Wow. That's excellent. Yeah. So even just if you do it, that you notice it and then you, you know, bring it back. That's good. Right. And her I'm, the I'm, skill she's working on is to not to stop the interrupting, but she's getting closer. Well, isn't that good? Yeah. And I've, I will say this too, you know, it's, it's one thing to just interrupt because you're agreeing or you have something to kind of add or prod, you know, or whatever. It's almost more egregious if you interrupt and completely change the subject on somebody, especially in a business meeting or a you business setting. You know what happened setting. to me yesterday, David? Oh, just exactly. kidding. Yes, exactly. And I know we do that with ADHD. We, we, we're like, hey, squirrel, and you know, there it goes. So um, maybe it's not always just about were they finished talking, but also are you in the stream of the conversation, or do you need to park that thing in, in its parking spot? In its parking spot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What's next, David? How about oversharing? I was doing this earlier, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true, though. I, what What is it about us that we do this, Dana? I don't understand why I'm so inclined to just say more than I should. <laughs> Yeah, and you can meet uh, someone or be be meeting someone who you don't know that well and be telling them things that it's just not appropriate. Well, that's because we're impulsive. We don't, we're not thinking. It's the the minds are going faster or our mouths are going faster than our minds. That's the way to look at it. Our mouths are going faster than our minds. And we just start blurting out these things that have no bearing on the situation, the relationship, the conversation. Yeah, and especially if, and like sometimes we're self-deprecating because I don't know we're we're trying to create commonality or something. But sometimes we just ruin our ability to to provide any influence or leadership in a situation if we overshare about things that maybe would have been better left unsaid. You know, um, that was a lesson I learned years ago in in leading people. It was like you know. They don't need to know all of that stuff. Now, of course, on this podcast, this is all about being vulnerable with our ADHD people. So uh, maybe it's not so bad. Yeah. Well, we here we that but, but this is the appropriate situation to do it because we're this is a safe place for people with ADHD. And if yeah, so this is an appropriate place to do it. But if you're in a client meeting, hmm, maybe not. Yeah, truly, truly. Okay, this next one makes me nervous. Uh, does it? <laughs> the next and the last one is over being overly emotional. Nervous is an emotion, right? If you're nervous, uh, no, I'm. I, uh, I, yeah. I, well, I guess it 
could be it i to me it's more it's overreacting right <sighs> the response is like not in line with the stimulus <laughs> yeah and this is a um it's actually a neurotransmitter thing it's a brain thing is it the i want to say i'm not going to say what part of the brain because i i may be wrong however there's a, a it's actually a connection a brain connection that our emotions are often not well regulated truly and we can be show emotions show intensity be sad be angry way over the top of what the situation deserves and we we have wide swings sometimes you know something new and exciting happens and we're overly happy or excited or whatever and then Something doesn't go our way and we can dive off a cliff, yeah. you know, emotionally. So Yeah, it's... from giddy to despair in 30 seconds. That's the that'll be the name of my next book. I love that. <laughs> I don't love that actually. I hate that. But anyway, you know, it's, no, it's true though. We can. From giddy to despair in 30 seconds. I, I that's that's a keeper right there, Dana. Okay. Right. Park that, David. Write that down. Park that, yeah. Because I'm gonna forget it. Yeah. <laughs> From yeah. So, um, but but so, what do you recommend though, so that we don't? Because, like, I'm not going to be able to completely regulate my emotions. Otherwise, I wouldn't have emotional dysregulation. Right, <laughs> right, and and that's really a tough one. And what I have learned to do with that is, it's kind of take a little break. So, if I feel myself going off the emotional deep end, and I've gotten better at. And this probably is just age. Um, I've gotten better at regulating that in when it's not appropriate. So, but then sometimes you just need to step back, you know, go to the bathroom. Just excuse me, I'll, you know, I'll be back in a minute. And just, Exit stage, right? <laughs> yeah, just go take some breaths and catch yourself. Interesting. This is also a place where I find the meditation that we talked about a number of, um, 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 sorry, I just, yeah, speaking, I just, ago. I just, okay. a few episodes ago, I just screwed up a client time. So I do need to, <gasps> oh, no! I forgot oh, no! we were early today. Um, just David, fill him for me, please. While I text her. So sure, I'm not... absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, the other thing I would say on this too, is, is if you can't exit stage, right. And go have a bathroom break or something, get out of the situation where you're going to embarrass yourself with your emotional, you know, range, your dynamics. The other thing you could do is maybe learn to have a poker face. Yeah, I don't this know. Little, you got to prepare that one ahead of time, though. You don't yeah. just pull that one out in the meeting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay, so, David, and and this may be annoying to people. However, I just totally screwed up my calendar, and this client that's always at 2.30 is now at 2.15 today. And Oh, no. You need to go. I need to go. See, it happens to the best of us. Well, that brings us to the end of episode 25. We'd love to hear from you. Visit us online at kicksomeadhd.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for kicksomeadhd there. And we'll look forward to having you with us next week when we talk about how to make your mistakes your friends. It's going to be good. Talk to you then. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD, or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. 
for more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed. Go to kicksomeadhd.com.